Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in to the Be Lanice Show. It's your favorite host, Brittany Lanice. I can't wait for you to hear my topic today. I'll be right back after a short commercial break. Hey, welcome back to the Be Lanice Show. It's your favorite host, Brittany Lanice. Y'all, I've missed you guys so much. Can you believe March is in a couple days? Like, March is really around the corner. It's so crazy how fast this year is just flying by and it's only been two months but honestly january was a little long but february was so quick it literally went by in the snap of a finger so the other day i did a poll on my instagram story for my podcast to see what people wanted me to talk about and honestly they wanted me to talk about being a black entrepreneur while in college um so i put together a list of questions and i did a poll on the questions so like these different questions are what people were asking me in regards to my business while i was in school so without further ado we're going to jump right in so the first thing that's on here is how did college mold you into the black entrepreneur you are today um so I would say because I went to a PWI, which is a predominantly white institution. Um, I could definitely say that while going to that school, I had a lot of support from the African-American community. And that is honestly when I got my momentum and when I'm like, okay, y'all, I can really do this wig thing. Like, I'm the only girl on campus that's making wigs. Everybody else is, like, doing hair, like, sew-ins, quick wigs and stuff. But I was the only girl physically making and selling wigs. And that just opened my horizons to see that there's still a need for your niche. There's still a need for your market and to keep going. While everyone around you may not look like you, they're still interested in what you're doing and they still want the buy-in of what you're doing and just by knowing that I'm always going to be surrounded with people that don't look like me that I don't know or I'm not familiar with their culture doesn't mean that I can't tap into the needs of them because honestly that's how I started doing lashes was because my non-African-American counterparts they just believed in my dream and wanted me to win and succeed so bad they like well what else do you offer you know that we could probably use and that's how I started doing my lashes so the next thing on this list is how did college affect you being an entrepreneur y'all i'm not gonna lie being an entrepreneur and being in college was kind of difficult at first when i first was starting out because one i had horrible time management skills like the absolute worst time management skills but that just showed me that i needed a team and that just gave me like goals that i need a team so i'm gonna need an assistant i'm gonna need a social media marketer i'm gonna need someone you know to post on my different flat platforms and i needed an assistant i could not afford an assistant at the time so that just drove me to make more money to be able to get an assistant so that I could focus on school and dedicate all the time that I had available to school 
along with being an entrepreneur and making wigs and selling lashes. The next thing is, what advice would you give other people going down the path you did? So, honestly, you guys, network, network, network. While being in, so I'll tell you guys, I went to school to be a social worker. Do you know how many different people you talk to as a social worker? If you are interested in being a social worker and you are an entrepreneur, utilize the resources that they gave you when it comes to talking to people and figuring out what's wrong. When you're aiding and diagnosing, use those same counterparts to figure out what it is that your client wants, what it is that your client needs, how much your client, your potential client is willing to pay. If you're the right person for the job, like use the tools that you learned to make you an effective social worker to be an effective entrepreneur. Is is that simple? and networking like you have to talk to people when you're in college you're surrounded by so many people even if you're just handing out a business card to every single person you see i guarantee if you hand out 100 business cards 20 to 30 people will save them use them put it up for later anything the next thing on the next question on my list is what were some benefits that college brought to my business or that college brought or the skills that college brought to me as an entrepreneur. So this is in no particular order, but I would definitely say it taught me time management for 100%. It taught me how to ask for help if I needed help. So here's an example. You know, like, let's just say you got a, let's say you have statistics. Y'all know how hard statistics is. For y'all who don't know how hard statistics is, Google it. Okay, so y'all always know I'm transparent with y'all, humble, open, transparent, regardless. I know y'all heard my mom just call my name, and she called it so loud. <laughs> that was embarrassing, but whatever, y'all, we getting right back into it. So, um, we were talking about statistics and how hard it is, and when you can't figure something out or you can't do it, you ask for help or you seek a tutor. That right there taught me that I need to ask for help. If I'm struggling or I bit off more than I could chew or I don't understand, ask for help, get a mentor. And then that also taught me too, is to never stop learning. College taught me that so much because literally in the middle of my program, they changed my curriculum. And in the year before, not even a year, I think it was like, yeah, a year before I graduated, y'all, they changed the curriculum again. So that just goes to show that things are always changing. Things are always moving around you. And you just have to roll with the punches and, you know, get it together and keep it pushing. And that is a big lesson that I learned because the hair wig lash industry is always changing. Like, y'all, we was not wearing frontals in 2017, okay? Like, we was not plucking, bleaching knots. We wasn't doing none of that. Well, I know I wasn't. And as I progressed in my entrepreneurship, in my, well, let me say in my entrepreneurial journey, I started to develop more things, you know, because we wasn't using sewing machines either, y'all. We were doing using needle and thread. Now I'm a whole seamstress out here, okay? Y'all should see me when like, I get a hole in my outfit. I'm literally at the sewing machine fixing my clothes, okay? Like, I'm a whole seamstress out here just off doing wigs and learning how to sew. 
the next thing that I would, the next thing, the next question on the list is what tips would you give to someone on a business that's up and coming? So a college student who has a business that's up and coming, I would say get a planner and write everything in your planner with regarding your day from when you wake up to when you go to bed at night and everything in between. So schedule you in a meal, schedule you in, I don't know, homework, study sessions, time to create your projects, time to work on your social media, times to reach out to clients and time to market to new potential clients. I also would say get a mentor. I also say get a journal. And in this journal, you're going to do a daily brain dump every day. I would also get another journal for your dreams. So when you're dreaming at nighttime and you wake up in the morning while you're praying or before you pray, even if you just say, thank you, God, for waking me up this morning, write your dream. That makes your imagination run wild. That opens your thoughts to new horizons, y'all. Like, I've been doing it, and I absolutely love how I just feel more intelligent, you know, writing my dreams down. And I be having some crazy dreams. So just remembering the storyline in the dream, and I'm like, dang, dang. And, like, as I'm writing the dream, it just starts coming to me. It's amazing. What else would I recommend? Have a savings account. Pay yourself. I don't care if you make $500 a week. You better make sure you pay God, will pay your tithes, and pay yourself before any bills, before taxes, anything. Pay yourself. You deserve it. You work hard. That's your time. That's your hard work that you put in. Pay yourself. There's probably more tips that I could give, but those are like the main, the main tips. Oh, and find out what your purpose is. And also find out what your passion is. Because your business doesn't have to be your purpose and it doesn't have to be your passion. But as an entrepreneur, you definitely want to know what what those two different strong suits are so you can bring them and incorporate them in your business. Because imagine waking up every day going to a job that you hate. Imagine being an entrepreneur, but it's a job that you hate and it's not something that you want to do. Like, y'all, that sucks. So definitely make sure that your purpose and your passion intertwine with your intertwine on your entrepreneurial journey. What else would I add? What other tips would I give you guys? I'm trying to think. Oh, limit your circle. Definitely limit who's in your circle. Everybody cannot have access to you, especially when you're an upcoming entrepreneur and you're in college. Like, yo, focus. You need to be focused on being successful and getting across that stage. All the other shenanigans and nonsense will come into play. I promise you it will. The next question on the list is, do you feel like being a black entrepreneur was an advantage or a disadvantage at the school that I went to? Ooh, y'all, that was good. That was good. Okay, so I feel like being an African-American was an advantage, but I'll also say that it was a disadvantage too. I'll start with the disadvantage and then I'll start with the advantages. And I really don't have that many disadvantages. It's only a couple. And that's just that 
as a society, as a black people, as a black community, we lack a lot of knowledge. Had I known my freshman and sophomore year all the resources that I had available to me at my fingertips that I was already paying for, I feel as though I would have been a lot more successful in my freshman and sophomore year in school. But because I did not have the knowledge of the different things that were readily available for me to use to help me be more successful, I kind of fell behind a little bit. Whereas to my counterparts or people who did not look like me, they already knew that they had those advantages. However, I'm almost sure they had those advantages given to them in high school, whereas I did not. I didn't even know that I could ask for certain things that were given to me in college. And it wasn't until my junior and my senior year that I started tapping into those things. But we're not even given the knowledge to know and that is what that is why I feel like I had a disadvantage especially like with the business and having been an entrepreneur because there's different things out there for entrepreneurs at their at the school that will not only help me with my entrepreneurial journey but it'll also help me with my classes and I really wish I would have known that because I started doing wigs in high school y'all I definitely didn't have no help and no guidance in high school except for my mama money that's it and I had to wing it on my mom's money and YouTube. So really like self-taught everything. Now, some advantages that I could say about being black is I stood out. I was considered the minority. The minority, in my opinion, is always the strongest ones because the majority never know what we going to do. The majority never know how we bumming. They never know how we coming. They never know if the wind blowing left or right with us. And we're strong because we're the minority. Y'all, the bonds that were built with me and my peers in college, like, there's over 50 people that I communicate with frequently, you know, and that bond that we built in, just the support and the love that I received from them is amazing. Even the love and the support that I received from the majority, like, they're still checking in. They're still placing their wig and lash orders, and I'm like, this is lit. So the next question on the list is, was the environment that I was in good for my business as an entrepreneur? I'm going to be hot right now. Humble, open, and transparent. No. When I say party, <laughs> partying, I can't be an entrepreneur and party and go to school and work. Like, it's just not. It was just a lot. And I was in a relationship as well. The environment that I was surrounding myself in, now we use the word toxic. But back then, it would have been a H-E double stocky hockey sticks and O. Because a hot, it was just a mess. It was a mess, you guys. Like, when I say a mess between partying, waking up for 8 a.m., having to go to work, being in a relationship... Not to mention my freshman year, I had 24 credits. That's what, eight classes? Yeah, I was under the impression that I could graduate as a junior, and that was not a good idea because I still ended up graduating a year after I was supposed to graduate. So, no. The environment that I was in sucked. And it was, and it's crazy because, in my opinion, it was lit. Like, going out, hanging with friends. I truly can say I had the college experience. That was worth it to me. <laughs> but, like, now as I'm older and I'm looking back on it, 
I could have been way further than I am in my career right now with in my entrepreneurial career that I am right now than where I could have been but you know what that may not have been a story that God has for me and I do not regret anything from my college experiment or environment and the memories that I made will last me a lifetime no kidding so the next question on the list is if you could tell someone starting up one thing that they should not do what would it be so one thing that i think when you're starting up your business i would say do your research don't be so quick to throw your money into something that you're not 100% sure if it's what you want to do. And when I say throw your money into something, that means like get an EIN number or get an LLC or, oh, I'm yawning. That is so rude. Excuse me, you guys. My apologies. Or y'all know I don't crap nothing out. No bloop. Y'all get all the bloopers. But or make a website or get business cards, all of those things. I personally wouldn't recommend doing any of those things when you're first starting up your business. Like, create your Instagram account. You could go on, like, Wix or Shopify or GoDaddy and start the free trial, and you could set your page up how you want it to be. But shop around for business cards. Shop around for uh, stickers and stuff. Download Canva. Make your own logo. Make your own social media flyers. Take your own pictures. Y'all, these iPhone cameras is lit. So you don't really need to utilize anything else. All right, you guys, so that concludes this week's segment of the Belanese Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank y'all for always being here. Y'all been going crazy. Like, I cannot lie. My audience from December to the end of February, over 60 days, has jumped up to 300 listeners. That doesn't include the listeners that I had when I first started out. I've gained an additional 300 listeners. Y'all, thank you. I am so appreciative for everything. I love y'all more than life itself. Thanks for all y'all do. And thank y'all for always being here and supporting with me. Don't supporting me. Talk about supporting with me. Do not forget if you want to get a wig, it's wigsbybrit.com. Brit has two T's. If you want lashes, wigsbybrit.com. Brit has two T's. Don't forget to check out my YouTube and my podcast on my website. The links are right on my website. So as soon as you go to wigsbybrit.com, scroll down, you'll see YouTube, podcast, wig, lashes. All you need is right there. Until next time, y'all, peace.